Blog Talk Radio. trying to get in, and we are so sorry to our audience. Um, Block Talk Radio had a huge breakdown, and we were not able to get connected, so were several other show hosts inhibited by the same issue. So we are very, very sorry. But we are actually excited, and I hope you'll get excited with us, that uh, we have Mr. Jay Logan, who's on in California, and we have Ms. C. Suzanne Bates, who's waiting to get on. And she wrote the book, Don't Key on the sofa. Now, I, I, you know, we know you're probably wondering what that's all about, but we're going to bring you in on that in a second. But before we bring this space on, we have to bring Jay Logan on. Hello, Jay. How are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty well out here in this uh, freezing, freezing uh, San Francisco Bay Area. <laughs> well, you can imagine, Jay, me trying to get on for 12 minutes to 15 minutes was frustrating as well. So I'm le- at least I can hear that there's some good weather out in San Francisco, okay? Okay. <laughs> uh, so, you know, and, it, and, and the thing is you can't complain either because you guys have great weather, like 70s and 60s all year round, okay? I, I actually think that that's not fair. Well, you know, well, you know, you know we do have good weather, but uh, right now we don't. <laughs> Well, you know what? I I actually can't brag and say, "Oh, Jay, I have you beat this year, this uh, week," because we don't have great weather. Um, I have to say, we have crappy weather too. But you know what? I'm actually grateful because it is. You know, we need a lot of the rain right now in California and New York with the droughts and the water issues that are going on. You know, and they're dealing with you know so much right now with climate and all of those things that you know we'll definitely get into next week. You know, because next week is um, the week to talk about climate, actually. So, you know, Jay, I we have a very special guest that I'm really ready to bring on. Now, I know that you're a guy here, okay? So I'm going to ask you to kind of come, you know, come along with us and stroll with us down women's lane today. Are you mind doing that? Uh, no, I don't mind. Okay. It's, it's gonna, it might get a little, you know, a little serious here for a minute, Okay. Okay, I'll hold on to my horses and I'll brace my chair. I'm ready to go. Okay, let's go. 
Miss Bates, how are you? And we are so sorry Hi. for our technical difficulties. No problem, but I just don't want to hear you guys whine about your weather. When you're talking to somebody in Minnesota, you can't talk about weather and get a whole lot of sympathy, you know. Oh, in in San Francisco, we're chilled. Well, hello. <laughs> well, you, I know, Miss Bates, you have to... I know that you have the tundra, the frozen tundra up there, so I, I apologize to you and Gail. <laughs> yes, yes. I was just thank you very much. I will accept that, considering I have two pair of long underwear on right now. But maybe that's too much information. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. Okay. Well, you know, here's the thing. I, I can actually say with you that, um, I, you know, I can really sympathize with uh, Minnesota, but, you know, our weather was pretty bad last year as well. So I think you can have a little sympathy for us. You have a little sympathy for us over here in New York? Oh, yeah, just you just break my heart, you guys, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so shall we call you Miss Bates or shall we call you Suzanne? What would you like us to call I think, you? I think Suzanne works just fine. Well, Suzanne, that's what we're going to do. Well, Suzanne, we're going to go right into the show with you. And if you don't mind, we're going to ask you questions. You know, we usually tell our guests we're going to ask them questions, and you know, don't don't go uh, don't go outside those questions so that we can get all the goodies. But you know, I have a feeling that we just are going to just go with it. Is that okay with you today? Uh, that's just perfect. Yeah. So we're going to just go everywhere we want because this book is hilarious. And I, you know, it, it's the truth, but it's the truth with hilarity to it. So we're going to have some fun with you, okay? That sounds like a plan. Well, you know, the first question is, Jay and I have to ask you. We have to ask you this: Where did you get the title "Don't Pee on the Sofa"? Really? We have to ask well, you the, about that. Where did the name of the book is "Don't Pee on My Sofa" with an okay. exclamation point, and then and other things to laugh about. So. The whole idea of this is that as we age, we can't really take ourselves too seriously because there are going to be things that happen in our lives that are not terribly pleasant or that we wouldn't ever want to have happen, but that do happen. So as long as we're open about it and we can laugh about it, we're all going to live a lot longer and be a lot happier living. So this, the way the book was named is that we were having my business partner, Jean Ketchum, and I were having dinner one night at a mutual friend's, and we were sitting around the dinner table after our meal and laughing and telling stories, and all of a sudden she announced very bluntly that every time she laughed, she wet her pants. And we were all stunned. We were the, especially the host, because of course we're sitting in their chairs, these nice fabric chairs, and you could just see the look on their face. And so when we went in the living room to um, continue our conversation, he brought out a towel and he made her sit on a towel. And he looked at her. She's a very longtime friend, and he said, "And don't you pee on my sofa." And we all just laughed. And, of course, I thought that has got to be, that has got to be the name of the book. Hmm. Hello? 
Hello. Yeah, I'm 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 here, Suzanne. I'm here, and um, Jay is here. So I, I want to ask you, Suzanne, um, what made you decide to um, write this book? Um, I'm, I, it sounds like I'm losing you, but I probably am not. Um, oh. Well, as I said, women would. I have a company called Aging but Dangerous, and Aging but Dangerous. Uh, it was uh, founded by um, as I, Jean and myself about eight years ago to really empower and inspire and to inform women over 50 because so many times what we saw was that women over 50 were like a deer in the headlights. They'd been moms and they'd been wives and they'd been daughters and they'd been sisters, but they had never or for a very long time, they had not been able to look at themselves and say, okay, what about me? Now it's time to take care of me. So our mission statement is that Aging the Dangerous inspires, empowers, and challenges women over 50 to live an aging but dangerous life through refreshing honesty, honesty is huge, unexpected points of view, and edgy humor. So we decided that we would try to be there to support these women that had had such uh, dedicated lives to people other than themselves in finding what was really important to them and to fulfilling some of those dreams that they forgot they even had sometimes. That's how we all got got started. That's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. It has been been so fulfilling. It has been such an honor to be acquainted with and to be part of the journeys of so many of these women. I mean, I could tell you stories for many hours about the touching kinds of things that have happened since we've um, started this endeavor. It's like it's like a life after life. It's kind of like um, a, a, a new uh, rejuvenation of your life, and, and that's that's amazing that you're doing that because a lot of people would think, you know, um, like my kids always say, "Well, Daddy, you know, you're um, you're old now, so it's our turn." But what you're doing is you're giving hope and saying, "Hey, it's not over. It's it's just starting." And I just think that's great. I just think that's, that's great. A- um, that's exactly it. It's when you when you turn sixty, you're just really at the peak, and you are ready to do just about anything that your mind and heart desires. And so that is the that's and it's important that that women uh, be supported. That all people, women and men, are supported in those endeavors. So is this just a, a, a St. Paul, Minneapolis movement, or do you have do your arm reach all across the world? That's the other question. Is this something that's all over the world or just? We do reach across the world. We have followers in 39 countries and uh, have uh, relatively large numbers of followers in every state in the United States. So we have a, a big following in Texas. Those Texas women, they're out there and they're ready to roll. So, and we, but California, we have a lot of followers. We at Florida, we have basically everywhere that um, in the United States. So we feel very blessed that there are so many women that are that are tapping into this. And then 
because of the coverage we had that we get nationally, the television coverage, uh, and we were we've been in Time Magazine twice now, and um, for oh. things like our big our big martini jump skydive, and we set a world record of with women over the age of fifty skydiving in one day, and. I, my um, business partner came up with this idea, and I said, oh, nobody, very few people really want to jump out of an airplane. I said, you know, that's just crazy stuff. <laughs> and 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 she said, I don't think so. So we had our first skydive six, seven years ago, and there were 106 wow. women over the age of 50 that signed up to skydive that day. <laughs> I do I do remember I do remember that. I do remember that. You know, I tell you I was one not of one of them. <laughs> well, I tell you what's really interesting too, Suzanne, you know, is to you know, that this is an important market, you know, where women can really express themselves because you know, as you know in this day and age, especially with your book, you know, um, don't pee on myself, but one of the things that happens is it's often said that older people, you know, over 50, whether applying for a regular job or, you know, um, starting a company, they're trying to, you know, uh, place people who are 50 and over in this sit in a, a place where they don't, you know, they can't do anything or, you know, you can just advise. And one of the questions I have for you, too, as someone who's written this book, you know, who's a woman herself who has gone through these stages, what do you think? is missing with women today who are younger that don't realize that they still will have their life when they get older. You know, with society placing such a, a big thing on us that, you know, it's the youth, it's the youth, and when you get older, you're just over the, you know, you're just gone. What what to you is missing in that? What are we not as a society communicating to our women who don't realize that? I- what we've observed is that women really have a hard time grabbing their own power and that they've allowed, and this has changed radically. We feel like that we have really changed this, helped change this paradigm in the last five years. But prior to that, women would, they wanted to know, well, what do I wear after I turn a certain age? What kind of makeup should I do? Well, the bottom line is we as women need to step to the forefront and embrace all the absolute worth that we have because of our experience and really um, let our voice be heard and that we, many of us, are do not want to age and be put in categories. We don't want to be told what to wear, that everyone should really seek their own level of comfort and their own level of uh, of, of ability to go forward, and um, so I, I think that a lot of a lot of times that it's really well, in, in like in many situations in life, I, is that we really are in charge of our own destiny, and it's easy to get run down. It's easy to get tired. Uh, I certainly don't have the stamina that I did when I was thirty, but. I can certainly I certainly eat right, I take care of my health, 
I try to look nice, which is not only good for the environment I'm in in establishing my own credibility, but it's also great when I look in the mirror and I think, yeah, you look pretty good for a woman who's turning 68 in like four days or something. And um, and it just helps. It just helps if women will stay on top of their game. Wow. Wow. That, wow is all I can say. Wow. Well, and I think pushing <laughs> themselves, I, I think pushing themselves to, to is because like on our skydive, there are, were women there who were, had just been diagnosed with cancer that were saying, okay, I'm going to take my power back. There are, were women who had just been go through cancer treatment and had just regained their health. There were women who had just been hired for the job of a lifetime, and there were women who had lost their jobs. It's it, there. It it was it was this beautiful, beautiful combination of all of these things. But the bottom line was these women were there to take their power, and that's really I I, I love that I love that visual, don't you? Yeah, very much so. Um. Um, Suzanne, I'm just um, I, I was when I was reading some of your reviews, you know, and I'm looking at the couch on, you know, in, in the front of the book, and it 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 says other things to laugh about. Uh, you're a very co- comedian uh, person, and I was wondering what are the things that you have some of your readers laugh about in this book? Could you spring some of that laughter on our show for just you know a couple of things that's funny about your book? Some of the uh, situations that are in your book. Well, the Obviously, the one about the about the fact that we all that women over fifty, the majority of women over fifty, walk around with wet underwear most of the time, and so that has. <laughs> I mean, let's let's just face it. <laughs> the um, uh, the case of the damp crotch has arrived, and I think that, uh, that women more and more. Are are getting to where they can laugh about it and they talk about it and so there are stories in here about uh, about that that I'm sure that every woman can totally relate to and um, and what we've tried to do in the book is that share some of the things that downsizing is a big issue there there are so many people who are downsizing that after a certain age. And what we've done is we've dedicated an entire chapter to really helping women to look at that downsizing. And there's a lot of humor in that because I went from a 6,000-square-foot a house and, um, and because of uh, numerous reasons moved into an apartment that was a little over 14 by 14 feet square. So wow. if you're not... If you're not laughing while you're doing that, well, it's like you're probably not in very good shape. And well, and then there's a we talk about some uh, the it's quite a vogue now. In fact, a very dear friend of mine uh, has chickens, and we talked about how chickens can be a great yard accessory for you, and um, okay. except and then I share a little story about how that when I was young that my my, my uh, sister and I got chickens for Easter 
and we took them out to my grandmother's, and we couldn't understand where the chickens were going. Every time that we'd go out there, there'd be one less chicken. And and then we realized a couple of years later that every time we went out there, we had fried chicken for dinner. <laughs> Well, you know, um, you know, for everyone to know, we're going to have Suzanne back on for part two next week. And if this is the beginning of a prelude to part two, this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, so one of my questions, Suzanne, is I'm still trying to get over the, the crotch thing. Um, <laughs> so, you know, women, as you know, okay, Jay, please don't laugh at this. I ask that you don't answer this question. Well, one question we all want to know and a lot of women want to know you know, women go through the sagging breast after, no matter what age they are, after pregnancy. But what happened with it? What happens with the, the breast after fifty? Well, if you can find them after fifty, or if you maybe I should put it this way: if you can't find them, you should probably look in your waistband because um, that's what that's what I, we have observed. But um, it's. It's obviously that's one of the things that is a struggle with women, and so uh, and I know in the in the book we talk about about uh, breast cancer. One of the things that again is serious is that uh, as we age, our chances for having breast cancer increase exponentially, and. So one in 17 women over the age, or one in 14 women over the age of 70 will end up with breast cancer. So it's really important to continue to have mammograms and to take care of those babies. But um, what, 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 one of the things that we found in our research is that now, because it, it's so easy to get lopsided, is that you can buy a bra so that one side one side of your bra is one size and the other side of your bra is another size. Have you have you heard about that? Uh, no. <laughs> is this, but isn't that a great idea? So, um, but but there it's clearly a troublesome issue when you have to hoist the sisters up and with um, almost like a a forklift or something because the the heavier they lower they go the heavier they get and um so there's a lot there's there are quite a few things in there about about that in the book and um and also about some of the little pesky things like chin hairs which really it's like my mother told me several years ago that at some age all your pubic hair fell out and I was mortified. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Well, now I know where they go. They go to your chin. Okay. Jay, let me just get this one last question. In, okay. I know we both got okay. okay. I, I, <laughs> we're fighting over you today now. Um, so the one <laughs> last question I have is, I, I, I'm trying not to laugh so hard, but one question I thought was very important you said, women... Um, over 50 um, get more breast, you know, are more prone to breast cancer. You know, for our audience, I know why, Jay knows why, but there are some women out there that don't know why. Can you share with them why that is? Well, it, and I can't tell you exactly medically why, but all I know is that there we quote several studies in the book that says that um, 
you're just more prone to breast cancer as you get older and that um and so it really encourages you in fact i could um i'm trying to flip through the book and see if there's something that i've forgotten which i don't have it memorized which i should but um but it's what we talk in here is about in fact one of the one of the um uh, article one of the essays is called keeping abreast and it's got a one of the shirts that says got milk across the front of it, except we marked out got and put had milk. But clearly it it ain't there no more. So, and then we talk a a little bit about how that um, some of our friends, we have a a young friend who is at the age of 42, she had to have a double mastectomy. So she called herself the young and the breastless. Isn't that great? Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Yes, it is. and we have I mean, one last uh, last question for you from Jay, and then we're going to have you come back next week. Are you going to ha- come back and have fun with us next week? I would love to. Okay. We have to, talk about, well, we have to talk about one of my favorite subjects, which is vaginal dryness, and it's such a great topic for men <laughs> to be involved in. <laughs> Can you get your question out, Jay? <laughs> I shouldn't get my question now. Um, it's, it's a it's a it's a kind of a dual question. It's one part of it is what do you want to convey to women with with your book with the overall? I know you can't say everything, but what is the overall um, overview of your book to convey to women? And the other half of that question, Susan, is what can us men learn from this book that we don't know? Uh, <laughs> well. At the the overall gist of the book is is let's just all laugh and enjoy life, support each other, understand that we're not perfect. Let's learn to laugh at ourselves and to share this information because what we found is that women and I and 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 I'll tell you a story next week when we talk about um, the the dryness issue is that women think they're the only <laughs> the only ones that all of this happens to that it can be so isolating and the main thing is that if we're having a dialogue then we know that there are other people. We're not the Lone Ranger, and then there is so much information on the mar- in the marketplace today to help with every single one of these issues. So, uh, so the overall the overall scope is is to just to really relax and enjoy this part of your life because you're never going to be any better than this. And secondly, men, I have I am shocked at how many men have bought this book. And yes, they can learn a ton of I, this. This should be a little primer for all men, actually. So um, they just know, you just never know what they might learn. You know what, Suzanne? I think. <laughs> Suzanne, uh, Jay and Suzanne, I think we don't know what we might learn from you. We certainly, you know. So I, I'm looking forward to this subject next week. Um, this is, this is. Oh God, you made my day. Well, you're sweet. Thank you, thank you for having me on. It's been delightful. Yes, thank and you. we're going, we're going to have you longer next week, and we are just looking so, just so forward. Thank you, Suzanne. And if you want to find out more about 
Suzanne and what she's up to, please go to agingbutdangerous.com. That's agingbutdangerous.com. You'll find their Facebook, their Twitter section there. We'll have her back, and we wanted to say uh, thank you to Patricia Malt out there for having Suzanne on. It's just been delightful to have you here. So we look forward, and we will be sure that next week we will do will not have these technical difficulties, Suzanne. Thank you for bearing with us. Thank yes. you. Well, Jay, I have to say that was one of the best interviews that we've had in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed so, her, and you know, yeah, I enjoyed her so much, and I can't wait for next week because I know I was know, Dr. Dr. Ed, most of those guys don't know this. You know, we knew we, it's like a, a, it's like hard to talk about. So I think this is great, and she can, you guys, and can sit and 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 kind of chuckle at it. But it's great that men need to know these things because a lot of times they, you know, they end up doing and saying the wrong things, but they don't know what what their wife or their spouse is going through. So I think this is great, well, very, very, really, very much too. And I think, um, you know, I chuckle because as a woman, you know that you're going to go through this stage at some point, you know. And, you know, I think it's, it's, it's valuable information for us women. And, you know, we, uh, as, some, as a woman who's already gone through it, you know, we know what we'll look forward to, you know what I mean? And it helps us as women right. too, Jay, not to make it so serious. Because when a woman, I believe, goes through that, I've seen women get very depressed about it, you know, and go through a lot of changes. Also, what I find with men, a lot of men don't understand the enormity of what the woman is dealing with, you know what I mean? So I, I think right. this is a, the most important thing, and that men can learn to be more patient because women are, you know, my understanding, I'm not there yet, but women are very snappy during that time, you know, lose focus. Some of the things I've heard, they can't sleep, you know, and she can offer a, a more delightful perspective about it. But, you know, at the end of the day, though, Jay, though we're joking, mm-hmm. it's, very re- it's very real what women have to deal with yes. and what they go through, you know. It's an extremely right. real thing. And, you know, a lot of men are not patient about it. They don't understand. And a woman really needs more love and understanding during those times. Right. Than ever that's before. Good. This is a great, and that's what's so good about her. And, um, and even if you have an older um, parent, like my mom, you know, you know, men need to know these things. You know, men need to know these things. Well, you know, you know Jay, uh, just, just before we leave our show with our audience, you know, I'm sure this is something people can laugh at. I remember when my mother was going through, you know, menopause, okay? My brother and I thought she was from another planet, okay? Um, she wanted the window open when it was cold, and we were looking at her like she was crazy. And then she had to dress in layers, and I'm like, what's wrong with you? It's summer, you know? You know? So, you know, now you can look back and there's a woman like Suzanne to explain the process so that younger women know that it's nothing wrong with getting older. You know what I mean? A lot of women Mm -hmm. feel when they get older that their husbands or their boyfriends don't want to be with them anymore. So now we can see that there's another life stage that we all can agree on and enjoy. You know what I mean? Right. And and that's what it's all about. So with that said, Jay, as always, thank you for being on the show with us. Okay? And uh-huh. we'll we'll see each other next week. Which I think is going to be an interesting topic, Jay, based on what she just shared with us. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take care, Mr. Logan. Okay. You too. 